0: Krista, can you please state your name and spell your first and last name for the record? It's Krista Hamilton,
1: K-R-I-S-T-A-H-A-M-I-L-T-O-N.
0: Thank you. Crystal Hamilton, in your testimony here today, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yes. Thank you. Krista, you were forced to take COVID vaccines in order to keep your job. Um, Can you tell us uh, what you did to try and avoid that?
1: Um, I went to my family doctor for an exemption, and he told me I couldn't, I didn't meet the requirements He be exempted.
0: And what was your health condition that you thought would qualify for an exemption?
1: Um, I have a lot of allergies, so I just was kind of hesitant to take it, so I thought that would be enough but and I also have asthma, and that wasn't enough.
0: okay, so what did you do then at your employment?
1: Um, I did end up taking my two vaccines <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> I, I did take my two vaccines and I um yeah, I just had to show proof so but that I you, was able to continue
0: working. You did hold out as long as you could until you felt you were forced or you were going to lose your job.
1: Yeah, I was hoping they I was hoping they would roll out an exemption or like but you didn't have to have one to go back. And they didn't, but I went on my very last day that I could to have my second vaccine. So I waited as long as I could.
0: Okay. And how did you react to those vaccines?
1: Uh, The first vaccine I had zero symptoms and the second vaccine on my second day, I started to have chest pain and I couldn't inhale all the way And I couldn't get out of bed um, without help.
0: So you were immobile. You couldn't move all parts of your body or a portion? Um,
1: I couldn't move, like, my torso. So if I was in a standing position, I could walk slowly, but I couldn't move my torso at all.
0: Okay. And at that point, did you seek medical care?
1: Yes, I, I went directly to the ER, um, so from there I had a bunch of tests and they thought I could have the beginnings of pleurisy or indigestion, so they told me to go home and rest for five days because all my tests handled okay. Okay. So I, had, I think I had, I had vitals, x-ray, kind of your basic stuff, and the, doc, the ER doctor wasn't really sure, she said
0: and they were aware that you had recently had the covid vaccine your second yes and they made no link between your symptoms and that vaccine 24 hours before no okay so you went home for your five Mm -hmm. days of rest how was that
1: um it i mean i was in a lot of pain i could i was shallow breathing for three days in and out like When I inhaled, it felt like sharp stabbing pain in my chest, upper chest. So it was really hard to inhale. Um, I was fine when I exhaled, but just each breath hurt. And it took about four to five days to go away.
0: And what about your ability to move? Did that improve?
1: Um, It did. So for three days, just from standing to sitting or sitting to standing or getting in and out of my vehicle was very, very difficult without feeling a lot of pain.
0: Okay. And yeah. were you developing any other symptoms during that time?
1: Um, I, well, I developed like my voice as you can hear. Um, I lose my voice a lot and I have to clear my throat um, often. Just be, or, and I also had, like, a dry cough with that.
0: Okay. And yeah. did you have any uh, mental symptoms? How was your energy level?
1: Um, well, mentally, I was okay. I just was a little scared on the unknown, like, what was happening, because I've never had those symptoms before. Um, uh, also, yeah, so, like... Just the house cleaning or mowing my lawn, like I felt like I couldn't do a whole lot. I had to stop and take lots of breaks. Whereas before I felt I could do quite a bit, whether it was mowing the lawn or house cleaning or whatever I was doing.
0: Okay, and you're a, a mother and you work full time, and before this, you were doing all of those things without problem. Yes. So after your five days, things had improved some, you still had symptoms. What did you do from there?
1: Um, after five days, I started to feel better. I could move my body, but I was still having sharp stabbing pains in my upper chest and my left side. Um, so from there on, I I had a second, about four weeks later, I had another attack similar to this one, Um, went in for a second visit to the ER and they thought I had a blood clot, which turns out I didn't. And they sent me home and told me I had a pulled muscle to rest for five days. So I went home, I rested, started to feel better. Um, But then the pain continued after that, like just randomly and for minutes to 20 minutes at a time, but nobody could really explain it.
0: Okay, and were you able to return to work during this period of time?
1: Uh, Yeah, after about a week I returned to work Um, and then I did a follow-up call with my doctor and when I went in to see my doctor, he told me the x-ray from my second ER visit showed spots on my um, lungs or my x-ray, sorry. And he sent me to a lung specialist, which showed um, it led to sarcoidosis. So I was, yeah, diagnosed with that.
0: And can you tell us what sarcoidosis is?
1: Um, actually, I don't really, It's like an inflammation. I think it, well, it's spots on your lungs. So I have modules or spots on my lungs, they called it. So I have um, several tiny spots and two larger spots.
0: And are you being treated for that condition?
1: Uh, they said eventually I could take prednisone, I believe it's called. I said no to it at first, but I think they're just going to keep an eye on me and to see if I need it in the future.
0: Okay. And still no connection made by medical that this may relate to your COVID vaccine? No.
1: Nobody said anything, no.
0: So also then you were never provided any information on how to report what you thought had caused this or make any claim for compensation? No. Okay. So do you have anything else you want to add about your diagnosis and your condition, how it is now and your treatment with the health system?
1: Um, I, I just know, I just found it really funny that I do have asthma prior to my vaccines, but I just found it really odd that I was like stopped in my tracks or it wakes me up from my sleep. Um, Even a year later, I still feel the effects Um, that no one can really say why. Maybe it points to sarcoid, but I, I don't know, I think. Uh, The other other thing I had was eye inflammation for four months after my second vaccine, which is I don't know if it's related. But um, but, yeah, I do have often I have shortness of breath even after taking my regular puffer. Um, But I just I can't explain the sharp stabbing pain and not moving my torso, which is really scary. So nobody can really explain that to me.
0: And your pre-existing conditions with the allergies and asthma have those worsened as well.
1: Um, I, I would say, I can't really tell if he, because I take a puffer once or twice, twice per day. Um, I would say shortness of breath has worsened and just the random sharp pain that I feel and just being tired. So those three mainly.
0: Now you also had a son that had an adverse reaction that required hospitalization. Do you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, so my son, Liam, who's, who was 21 at the time, he took uh, Moderna. So his second shot of Moderna, he, I guess, was having heart pain. and. He went into the hospital, he ended up in Halifax, the QE2 for a week because his enzyme levels were really high. Um, so, yeah, they they did believe it was the shot um, and told him not to take any more. They'd advised him that. Um, there's not much I know about that because he, yeah, I don't really know much, but Um, He was on three months of medication. Um, It was called Colstream, C-O-L-C-H-S-T-R-E-A-M.
0: That was the medication?
1: Yes. So they prescribed that for three months, and then he went off it, and he had a follow-up. And I think that was about it. They kind of released him.
0: And what was his diagnosis? Um, Myocarditis okay and they did in his case admit that was directly related to the covid vaccine
1: they did yes
0: okay and was he provided with any information on how to report that or make a claim for any compensation
1: um that i'm not sure of.
0: okay and another unfortunate Instant related to COVID you had was your father passing away. Yes. Can you tell us how COVID impacted that?
1: Um, at the time, the nursing home here in Nova Scotia that he was at, it was December of 2020. And so each each patient had two caregivers. I was one and my mom was another. So my brother at the time was working in Winnipeg and he... So they told us my dad had less than a week left um, before he passes so my brother flew home from winnipeg and he had required a permission to see his father like a letter to get into the nursing home so he got the letter um i think he arrived went in and then after he seen my dad and said goodbye my dad was alive for another six days And he was not allowed to go back and see him.
0: Okay. And it wasn't like he was easily admitted to say goodbye to your dad. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. They told him he had to quarantine for 14 days after seeing my father because he flew back as an essential worker.
0: And did they also firstly try and prevent him from coming in because he was not one of the two designated caregivers? Yes. And he just ignored that and and decided he was going? Yes. Yes. So what do you think could have been done better in your situation, your sons, your dads?
1: Um, I think... For myself, um, who I didn't want the COVID shot, I do, you know, even though I have four kids and they're all vaccinated um, all the way to 18, but for me personally, I did not want the shot and I feel like I should have had the choice and continue to work if I didn't have it um, and just were all the precautionary measures. For my son, um he wanted he did he just wanted the shots so you know definitely his choice um and as for my father i i just think that you know if if someone is dying and it's their last days i think family all families should be able to go in especially immediate family right so i I think that was very unfair Mm
0: -hmm. mm-hmm and with your son that had the reaction you said it was his choice do you know what his choice was based on
1: I don't um so he I mean he did his own research I don't know where he got his information but I think that he chose to do it because he was around his grandparents a lot and he didn't want to make them sick so I think he was thinking of his grandparents and More was, so than himself. And yeah. was
0: he working or attending post-secondary schooling that also required uh, no, he, that?
1: he was working from home, so, um, like, he, he lives on his own So at the time. Um, but he was really afraid because of what he heard in the news and whatnot, that he was afraid that he would make his grandparents sick. So he chose to get it, to get it
0: to protect yeah. others. Right. right, Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add before I turn it over for questions from the commissioners? Uh, no. Okay. Well, th- thank you for your testimony. Can you clarify something for me? You said your four kids are vaccinated. I'm wondering, uh, were they vaccinated after you've learned about your adverse effect or before?
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry, I should clarify. Um, My children are, so I have three over 20 um, that live on their own. And then I have a daughter who is, was 15 at the time. Um, So she was, she wanted to get her vaccine. Myself and her father told her to wait a few weeks to learn more about it. We provided her with information. She still chose to get her vaccine, but this was all before I had mine. Mm. And she chose to get it. Um, as far as the my other three, they went and got it. So there's nothing that I can do. But, this, but they didn't learn about my symptoms and what happened to me until after they got theirs
0: so did, did they believe that you were actually injured by the vaccine, or did they not sure?
1: I guess they weren't sure, yeah, but i I did I did feel like, you know within two days of me taking the second vaccine, I felt like it was an allergic reaction, um, that it was something more. But Thank you..
0: Cool. On behalf of the National Citizens' Inquiry, I'd like to thank you very much for your testimony today, Krista. Thank you.